Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. So, we are just sleepy gals. We're just We're sleepy, sleepy, sleepy gals. Sleepy gals, sleepy gays. We, um, <laughs> we've been, like, meaning to record. Well, let's say the first time we were, like, I messaged you, I got the day wrong. And you were like, what? And I was like, oh, sorry, I can't <laughs> read. And then I was busy. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> then uh, the next day, uh, I was asleep and it was like time, and, but you were already tired. And so I woke up, thankfully, not too late afterwards. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I was napping. And you're like, you know, what? it's fine. I'm, I'm tired. Let's just do it tomorrow. And I was out by eight. I was out by eight last night. That doesn't happen to me often. Also, also, work was hard, okay? Work was very stressful. Yeah, I imagine. So. It's a holiday weekend, and for some reason, people are like, I need I need sliced meats. Well, luckily, actually, our holidays aren't all that busy, because we're in a rich people area, so they all go to their beach houses for the holidays. Um, for the holiday weekend, you want to know what I've been doing? Yeah, what? Uh, it's my yearly curse where I start playing Skyrim again. Um, oh, uh-huh. Not because Todd is releasing another version of it instead of releasing the next game in the series. Um, I was, I don't know if you, everyone remembers, but I was playing Skyrim last year um, and stopped playing it uh, as regularly because Hobbit appeared in my life and my sleep schedule got all uh, cattywampus. Mm-hmm. So, um, but now I'm playing it again. Cat, cat. And yeah, and now I'm playing <laughs> as a Khajiit, uh, which is a race I haven't played before. Um, oh, excellent! It's the only race I ever would have played. <laughs> but if uh, I ever played can Skyrim. you can you guess what um, uh, warrior cat I named my character? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I will. I'll, I think I the only hint I can give you will just give it away. Is it uh? First series main character, like, character-centered character, or second? It was second, so the current series we are. Feathertail. No. Oh, Tawny Pelt. No. Okay, tell me. It's Mothwing. Mothwing! Yeah, my hint was I accidentally gave her, like, I looked her up after I picked the name, because I was like, ooh, that's a nice name, even though it doesn't, like, fit the Khajiit, like, name dynamics at all. I was just like, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna put in that name, and, um... Then I looked at, I, like, already built her, and then I looked at a photo of her, and I was like, oh, I accidentally gave her, like, her brother's coloring instead of her coloring. Uh, <gasps> oh. Whatever. And she's beautiful. That's okay. And I'm having a lot of fun replaying Skyrim, so. That's great. I'm glad. I'm, I'm playing glad it, <laughs> I'm playing without mods so I can get, like, all the achievements. I've tried 100% the game that will never stop releasing content, so I'm just in a uh, never-ending spiral. <laughs> Never-ending Skyrim spiral. Yep. <laughs> well, I went to Powell's on Saturday, and I met up with someone who listens to the podcast. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, very fun. Hey, Lyndon. <laughs> we had a great time. I bought Warrior Cats books. I actually got I got a hardcover version of Twilight, which completes my hardcover collection of Ooh. the second series. And I got a hardcover copy of... Is it Night Whispers? Uh, I'm the wrong person to ask. I don't know. Whatever. Omen of the Stars book three, I think I was missing. So I have that now, too. And that completes my Omen of the Stars hardcover version. Woo! 
And uh. I got a really tiny cat book. Oh, yeah? What's the tiny cat book? Wait, I'm gonna go get it to you, because it's honestly so cute. Okay. Where do I put it? Oh, I don't know. It's so tiny. Oh, cute. It's like the size of my palm, and I saw it first. Sorry, Lyndon. That's like one of those books that, like, grandmas were super into in, like, the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, it's just super tiny, and it's got, like, it's got, like, a lion blaze, a fern cloud, and a Sasha on the cover. It's not actually and it was a only cat a... book. No, it's not. It's just a bunch of cat art, but, um, it was a buck fifty. What's it called? So, the Artistic Cat, Praise, Poems, and Paintings. Oh, yeah, it's, like, one of those tiny little prayer books that, like, are, yeah, I know exactly what those are, I've... They're very popular in Catholic gift shops. Except this one's just about cats. Question. Other than tiny cat books, have you been reading anything else? Yeah, actually. I have been reading the graphic novel Black Sad. Oh, wow. By Diaz Canales and... Oh, God, how do I pronounce this? Juanio Gard... Garnito? Juanio Juanio Garnito. Which is like definitely like an a ad- more adult comic book and it's like it's like anthropomorphic animals, so it's a furry comic. But it's also like um, a noir. Yeah, it's like a noir. A beautiful watercolor work. Beautiful artwork with the watercolors, lovely facial expressions, especially on our main character. My one beef is the character design for like the sexy characters, like the sexy lady characters. They didn't give them six boobs. No, no, actually, I would respect that more. Oh. Um, (laughs) No, because, like, the the men in the series, like, what a a furry usually is, where it's, like, the animal face, like, fully animal. Like, it's fully like an animal. Like, yeah. And also, uh, other character, female characters that are, like, like people like people like the housekeeper and the secretary they're also like normal animals but then then you get a sexy like the sexy characters and then it just looks like yeah a woman with cat ears basically and it's like oh that's not very creative thanks yeah sorry i haven't i haven't read black side in a hot minute so I have to reread it, but I... I, This is my first time reading it, yeah. I don't think I've read the collected one. I think I've only read the first one, so... Yeah, I've I've gotten through the first one. Um, But, I mean, watercolor work, gorgeous. Um, The animal expressions, like, when they are actually animals, are gorgeous. I'm just super, super disappointed in, like, (laughs) the female representation, how, how they decided to do those characters, like... I think that's why I haven't picked it up before now, because I was just so dis- I was like, I don't want to. But honestly, the art is gorgeous. Yeah. Just disappointing. Yeah, that's how I felt about, like, that. that's, like, applies to so many classic comics I've read. Like, uh, yeah. the, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is kind of, like, just bleh. Yeah, when it comes to women, which like the title, you're like, oh, but there is a lady, and then it's like, oh no, this sucks. Um, <laughs> there, yeah, I mean, I've already talked about my uh, the uh, Ghost World 
Um, uh, just it tends to be a problem when you there's there was a medium that for a long time was dominated by men who didn't always have the greatest relationship with women. Yeah, as in like all media in the Western world. But now we're in a better place, and we have so many good things. Yeah, Are you, you reading anything good? Yeah, you don't have to read anything by a man if you don't want to. I did that for literally, like, two years. I didn't read anything by a man. I it was great. finished um, uh, Dewey, the library cat who changed the small town. Yeah. Da, 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 cool. uh, my leftover comments from that, um, it, it I in the ending, and I kind of, like, finished the rest of it, and, like, going into the end of the book, it, like, got more into Vicky Myron's personal life, which was, like, emotional and a lot, and she went, mm-hmm. she went through, like, a lot of stuff, um, uh, warning for, like, suicide, I'm just gonna briefly go over, but, um, her brother, like, died of cancer, and then her other brother committed suicide, mm-hmm. like, right after the oh, other brother. Man. Yeah, like, that all happened, and it was just like, <gasps> um, and then her mom passed away, and it was like, jeez, Louise, just but hard knocks. At least she had, but at least she had Dewey? Most all of that happened before Dewey was even part of her life. Like, but, oh, and I think Dewey existed when her mom passed away, but like, uh, and also her, her, her husband, her ex-husband was alcoholic and like spent all their money. Da, da, da. She like, she went through a ton and it all wrapped up yeah. into a very good story, but yeah. Um, nice. Other parts um, it, that I just, these are just quick two, quick two comments about it. Uh, one kind of interesting point and slight correction to what I said in my cat fact coverage. Uh, the library and Vicky never contacted anyone. Uh, the coverage just kind of happened. The only people they ever contacted oh. was the local newspaper after they found Dewey, like a week afterwards. And the photo con- contest she entered him into um, that kind of like start got the ball rolling to his coverage done. Yeah. Was a local uh, contest, like in their like local grocery store that was for charity. Oh. Aww. That's like kind of one correction. And it's just like everything, it just kind of like everything just took off and like rolled on from there. And the other thing was I mentioned that he was like a picky eater and that was kind of hard with all of his health concerns. But eventually when he got older and like, you know, when cats get older, they, and with people too, they like lose a bunch of weight and they're pretty skinny and tiny. And it's just like, Oh God, they're losing yeah. weight so rapidly. Um, apparently as he got older, he became less of a picky eater. Uh, but like <gasps> he still wanted certain things. And one of the foods that they had him eat in his later life, uh, was Arby's cheddar and beef. <laughs> he destroyed those apparently. Oh. Um, but other than that, I am now reading uh, Hark a Vagrant by Kate Beaton, which is mm-hmm. uh, the actual physical book, which is a little bit of a um, a reread, actually, for me, because I read, I've, I, I'm not, all of these comics, I think, are on her website, but a lot of them are, but it's basically just, yeah. uh, I've, I've read pretty much all of these, because I read them back when they were first being posted back in the day, but it's, it's good, it's a good revisit, a lot of these are transcended and become memes, yeah. basically, so... Kate Beaton yep. is definitely worth it. Beautiful. Um, alrighty. Let's do it. Because I'm Ember Hart. And I'm Tangleton. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that?
left off. Crap's going down. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> we got kicked out and they're like, all right, guys, we're not going to kick you out in the cold, but you do have to leave now that it's morning. And we're like, okay. Um, even though you guys said we would die on the mountain, I guess we'll leave. Um, uh, and, uh, and so they, maybe that, maybe it's not too nice what they did. Anyway, so they're leaving, but not really. Who um, they, they pretended to leave. We had like a, 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 a relationship talk between, uh, Crowpaw and, um, oh, right. Feathertail and that, that happened. But then we were going to go back and we're going to go save, um, Stormfur right? Stormfur? Yeah. I'm gonna keep asking if that's actually his name. We're gonna go get Stormfur, but <laughs> everyone's go- everyone- everyone's returned back, uh, and they're back in. Um, Settling down for dinner, probably. Yeah, before we could even, like, try and sneak our way through, um, <laughs> the, li- the mountain lion's here and is bouncing off walls and attacking people. <laughs> and, uh, as I was editing it, I don't think I, like, I don't think I, like, really grasped how, I mean, we did talk about, but this is just, like, the the non-plan plan that worked out. Just, like, the fact that they really yep. didn't, like, they didn't, like, look around and see if there was a different way they could get in or if there was, like, they literally just, like, we're just gonna walk in and see what happens and see if we get murdered by 30 cats. But instead, guys, we're gonna get murdered by a mountain lion. Uh, actually- or- Use the mountain lion murdering other cats as a as a yeah, or a lion murders other cats and we just kind of skirt the edge. It's like, is this the part where Stormfur gets like like somehow gets like the power of like thunder and lightning and c- c- somehow kills the mountain lion? Because I don't like. I imagine that all of the uh, people from the tribe of Running Water are like, "Oh, okay, Stormfur, it's it's you, it's you, man, go!" And he's like, "What? Literally, what? What? You guys didn't brief me on how I was gonna handle this. You just said you. I I've literally been here for an afternoon. I haven't even had a chance to like brainstorm." <laughs> all right. Well, should we see if he does get the power of lightning and thunder? I guess the power of the storm. Stormfur, power of the storm. Yeah, I hope so. It's his only hope. <laughs> Alright. So, they're in the cave. Yep, we've established we're in the cave. Tribe cats scattered. Yep. Feathertail spots Brooke ushering a kit down the nursery tunnel with another in her jaws. A cave guard is flung off of Sharptooth's shoulders, crumpling against the wall, Ooh. unmoving. Yeah, oh, oh, first death. Cats flood past Feathertail with shrill cries, running into the clan cats without recognizing who they were. This way, Brambleclaw shouts, and he looks at each of the clan cats in turn, and his gaze rests the longest on Squirrelpaw. Is this, says, guys, not the time. Get moving. He says they have to do this for Stormfur. Oh, oh, so okay, all right. So it's the power of friendship. Wow. Yep. So they're like, yeah, it's just this guy, guys. Get out of here, and then they're gonna come back. How the heck, guys? I don't think. All right. Okay. This. This. Okay. I, I'm. This is stupid. This is stupid. We're literally our plan 
which wasn't even a plan, has gone from, we're just going to walk in and grab our guy, to, oh, okay, a giant lion. We'll use lion to distract. Uh, no, we're going to- We're going to run in and grab our guy. <laughs> and now, and now it's changed to, actually, we're going to fight this lion <laughs> for our guy. Like, it, I like, I love Stormfur, and just like Feathertail, like, he is, he's worth this. Like, he's worth it. But, like, is, is he worth this? Like, he's, he's worth, like, all the other things. Like, fighting other cats our size. Yeah, sure. No, no problem. Fighting. Okay. But you think they're gonna fight the lion? That, that, that's what it made. Bramble Star made it. Bramble, Bramble Boy. Sorry, why did I call him Bramble Fur? Boy. Bramble Claw. Jeez. That's what Bramble Claw <laughs> made it seem like. All right, well, no. Brambleclaw actually leaves them along the shadows at the edge of the cave. Oh, oh, so, oh, we're so still sticking avoiding. with plan one. Oh, they're gonna, he's like, oh, he didn't say, guys, we're doing this for uh, Stormfur. Like, we're gonna fight for Stormfur. He said, guys, we're gonna ignore murder in front of us for Stormfur. Yeah. I mean, they're risking murder themselves. Yeah, no, it makes, it makes totally sense. Doing. It makes total sense. <laughs> It's an uh, unfortunate, but actually pretty convenient distraction. Yep. Yep. Alright, so they follow him to the tunnel that led to the Cave of Pointed Stones. And they stumble against the tribe cats in the dark. Some were wounded. Some are frozen in fear. The scent of terror and blood was so strong in the cave that no one noticed the clan cats. Oh, jeez. Two guards still held their position, eyes wide in fear. And Feathertail feels a flash of respect for their courage to hold their posts as their tribe mates fled. Brambleclaw and Crowpaw launched themselves at the guards. Guys! Whoa! I thought we were just sneaking! Well, they're guarding the tunnel. You can't sneak past that. If they just run, like, are they going to figure it out? Like, if you just run fast enough. Well, Squirrelpaw is close behind okay. in, in the attacking I part. guess. Yeah, sure. Brambleclaw hits Craig while Squirrelpaw bites his tail. Oh, Feathertail Craig. and Tawnypelt dart down the tunnel. Feathertail is relieved to smell Stormfur. Stoneteller is with him. He just died. <laughs> the tribe leader tells Stormfur, Quick. His time has come. And Stormfur asks Feathertail what's happening. Uh, Stormfur doesn't even, like, know there's a mountain lion yeah, in the cave. Yeah, because they He's just like, kept oh him in the God. cave and said, yeah, you'll figure it out, buddy. And then it's didn't, time. And then no one, For like, what? no one ran to go get the, 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 the guy who was supposed to help us all. Like, no one thought, oh, yeah, go grab yeah, him. Yeah, they forgot. Uh, okay, that's fair. I would probably forget, too. Well, for a moment... Feathertail just drinks in his scent and twines her tail Okay, once his. again, not the time. Not the time. Tawny Pelt snaps that there's no time for that. <laughs> so Tawny Pelt's like, I love my brother too, but come on. Get it moving. <laughs> She's like, I love my brother. I him, don't get to see him every day. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were separated for like, like 24 hours tops. Get it moving. <laughs> She tells them to head for the entrance. Don't stop for anything. Yep. Not Stormfur. Not your girlfriend. Not nothing. Your boyfriend. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. 
Stormfur and Feathertail follow her back through the tunnel. Back in the main, bop, bop, bop. back in the main cave, a shriek rips through the darkness. Sharptooth has his claws around Star, the Kit Mother who had spoken to them when they had arrived. Okay, don't stop. Keep going. Star fights to free herself in vain, and her claws leave gouges in the ground as Sharptooth drags her out of the cave. Just another dead mom. What's new? Warrior cats. That's just another dead mom, guys. Just another dead mom. Mom, mom's dead. It. Welcome. Welcome. Mom's dead. Yeah, everyone's mom is dead. For a heartbeat, there is only silence. Then wails of loss echo around the cave. Oh, Feathertail. Sharptooth's done. Yeah. No. No. Sorry. Yeah. Sharptooth left. Sharptooth dragged Star out of the cave. Yikes. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Feathertail is nudged roughly. It's Brambleclaw. Out now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No cat tried to stop them, too gripped by terror as they stared where Sharptooth had disappeared. Yeah, I feel like at this point, they'd be like, well, that didn't work. Let him go. That, that was the wrong silver cat. <laughs> we'll wait for the next one to yeah. stumble on in. Yeah. De- definitely a new guy will probably come sooner rather than later. At the entrance, Brambleclaw pauses to sniff before leading them back along the path. Rain fell in heavy sheets, gusted by the wind. Feathertail is quickly soaked. She follows Brambleclaw up the rocks. The tribe's heartbroken wails died away, drowned out by the unchanging roar of the waterfall. Yeah, guys, next time we go on a road trip, can we not, like, go to, like, a really depressing roadside attraction like that? <laughs> can we not get, like, semi-kidnapped at the roadside attraction, forced to fight, but then don't, and then leave as murder happens? Yeah, God, that's a rough roadside attraction. Yeah, well, we should stop by the the world's largest ball of twine instead. Yeah, yeah, cats love that. Huh, that's that's definitely... Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's England, but next road trip. No, it's definitely not, but neither are mountain lions, so anything's possible. (laughs) That large ball of twine could be anywhere in the Warrior Cats universe. Right. It could be at your house. It is. (laughs) (laughs) all right you want to hit me with a cat fact oh sure well folks um the library is closed for the evening um so we don't have to whisper um it's gonna remain closed for a little bit just because uh we're gonna wrap up uh the uh library cats um i don't have a specific library cat or museum cat to talk about today um because like bodega cats that we covered uh, many episodes ago library cats are sort of like a thing where it's more about, like, the singular place, and there's, like, a lot with yeah. a lot of different stories. So, um, I may return to the subject again someday, but this is a mini finale for the time being. Woo! A lot of folks may believe that, like, library cats are not as needed anymore, and there are good reasons that modern libraries may not have them. For one, we can digitally archive media, so it's less likely to be ruined by rodents. And rodents can be dealt with with things like traps and poison, um, and... There are other socially responsible reasons libraries may choose to not have cats, as mentioned 
uh, folks with severe allergies should not be mm-hmm. limited from the library and other solid points like if a library cat is aggressive towards a service animal but you know like cats yeah. can be trained but you know it like kind of like how Dewey was it has to be the right library and the right kind of cat um, it's not plausible yeah. for every single library in the world however there's always exceptions however. and workarounds yes. so library cats I believe are here to stay as they can provide like comfort and com- a sense of community and they can benefit the library um, to wrap mm-hmm. up this era, uh, I have a couple rapid-fire library cats found from the sources I gathered my research from. Um, mainly oh. Pernfer UK, which has an online library cat database. Um, Ooh! Yep, and I will link it for folks to peruse. Um, Pernfer UK also yeah. has a lot of other types of cats, which uh, I will probably be covering other things that they have. Um, so... Feel free. It's a it's a uh, spoilers. It's a not yeah. Oh, it's not really spoilers because it's like it's knowledge anyone can look up. <laughs> like you can look up like cats with jobs and like you probably can find something I've covered before. So it's not yes. It's it's a real life. I mean, to be fair, event. you could go to the wiki. Exactly, but I it's I don't very in depth. So yeah, that's the kind of the thing I'm showing you guys these source because I think it's cool and I won't cover everything. Yeah. On this source, so if you want to check it out, if there's something that you're interested, in, yeah. please do. Uh, first. I do need to mention the library cat Muffin from Putnam Valley in New York. Um, Muffin was actually um, removed from her position, voted out by the trustees, in the 1980s after seven years of service. Uh, This ended up costing the library approximately $80,000 in possible donations. Uh, Folks were upset, and one woman wrote the library out of her will, which was $30,000 of that $80,000. Um, oh my god and muffin's case was actually mentioned in the dewey read more book uh uh his book and in the wiki uh, as one of the cases that vicky used to convince uh the board to keep dewey being like hey oh like this could bring in yeah. money guys um hey back to pern for uk that was just something that had come up while i was researching dewey but i wanted to focus on dewey um yeah they cover um Library cats specifically from the U.S., Canada, New Zealand, Australia, U.K., and Europe. Um, I found some sources that had like places like in Africa and Asia, you know, the other continents. But um, I, and I don't, I didn't see anything for Antarctica. But these are the ones that Pern for U.K. has. Uh, so here's our five rapid-fire library cats. Uh, in Broken Bow Public Library in Nebraska. Uh, they had a library cat for 17 years named TLC, which st- stood for Top Library Cat. And that is the best name. <gasps> um, uh, the library had an electric fireplace where he liked to snooze during winter. Also, I should say this uh, website, Pern for UK, has existed since like early 2000s. So a lot of these cats, fair warning, have already passed. But um some of them are still actively there uh next everett free library um which i forgot to write down the place sorry moving on everett is in washington it might be it might be a different everett though that is true Um, but the one i know is washington uh they took in a mistreated stray cat that wandered onto the library grounds in 2006 uh named tim putters uh putters lived there for a few happy years uh off of the streets and after Putters passed on, the library got a library dog. So, oh, yeah. Um, in P- 
Pinoka Jubilee Library, which is in Alberta, Canada. Uh, in 2008, they actually took a survey for like to see if people wanted to get a library cat, and 90% of their patrons were in favor. Um, so that was good news for Charlie, who was a senior cat uh, who was estimated to be about 10. That was the vet, what the vet thought, and the previous owner yeah. thought that he was actually like 15. Um, oh. And he had actually Charlie had been given up by his owner because. Um, uh, they were. She was actually unable to care for her. Sorry, Charlie's a lady, um, and and so she was actually in line to be euthanized. And so the library swooped in, adopted her, and she found Aww. a new role as her library cat. And she stayed there for nearly ten years um, until her wow. retirement in twenty nineteen at age twenty at age twenty one. So she was like take she lived there for 10 years and then moved to a, wow. a farm and a, a literal farm they didn't like put her out to pasture oh, like someone just actually adopted her because she got too old to be in the library around people you know yeah yeah um moving across the ocean to the deal library in kent in the uk uh so in europe i know it's much more common that uh that, that people have indoor outdoor cats um, even though I personally believe you should keep your cats indoors, it's much more common in Europe and the UK that folks have indoor outdoor cats. Yeah. It's a little bit more of like a cultural thing. Um, and that's how Fidel became the non-official library cat in the Deal Library. Uh, starting in 2007, oh. this black cat would just visit the library to sleep during the day when his owners were away at work. Um, and the library <gasps> staff actually like tried to make him stop. They like didn't feed him. They would like try to make him leave um it didn't work uh-huh. so he so they gave up um and just let him sleep there um he beva- he behaved well so he didn't really cause problems and he would leave at four because his owners would be getting home so and apparently like this was his sort of schedule he would sometimes go to the like local uh um restaurant and, like get prawns and like other scraps too so he would just oh like make his rounds um he, uh, he just must have been a social cat and didn't like being alone um he was a yeah. bit he was a bit put off in 2009 to 2011 when the library went through a couple renovations um because one oh. they got rid of his favorite sleeping chair and how dare and two they got automatic doors which he's like oh i don't know what that is um <gasps> but he's still visited on occasion despite these changes and it wasn't confirmed whether or not he came back for his regular time but uh he was probably getting a little bit older so maybe he was staying at home a little bit more yeah um and finally we're gonna go to poland which despite uh my polish ancestry i i'm gonna do my best to say this place um the tefe public library which is pronounced i also <laughs> found an audio here's how you say it <laughs> yeah so that um, sorry, I really can't speak Polish. Okay. I'd love to be better at it. Um, it's in southern Poland, and uh, in in 2003, a kitten was found by an older man not too far away from the library. Um, and he, he brought it in. He's like, oh, I just found this cat uh, here. <laughs> and the library at first tried to find a home for the kitten. Um, unfortunately, there were no takers. Um so the mm-hmm. library chose to keep him as a mascot, oh. and they named him Kubus or Kubu, um, which is uh, like derived from like y- Jacob or Jakob. Um, so it's a, it's a common pet name in Poland, um, and he spent 
So he ended up spending six yeah. years at the library snoozing by the philosophy books. Um, the food and care was paid for out of pocket by the library oh. staff until an anonymous complaint due to allergies had the director decide that Kubus would be removed. Um, so he was taken home by a staff member, oh. um, but he was very upset. He wouldn't eat. He wouldn't drink. He was sad. Um, and when library oh. patrons found out, they were sad too. And they actually were a little upset as well. Um, so they made a petition uh, to return him to his uh, station at the library. And it ended up gathering 600 signatures and that yeah. petition led to media coverage and further outcry. Wow. Like, it got on the internet, and, like, people were not happy. Um, eventually, oh, God. the town yeah. president, which I imagine is, like, a mayor or, um, like, uh, they just use the word town president, which I imagine we just don't have a good translation for what the word is called in Polish, made an official statement declaring Kubu, and I quote, was not guilty. <laughs> and... And he was returned to his post and got right back to sleeping. So, oh my goodness, those so uh, just some rapid fire cats that were library cats, and they. Uh, I will have all the sources linked. So if you want to, um, go ahead and peruse them at your leisure, please do. I just want to see if I can find. The Everett Free Library is actually in Pennsylvania. Oh, so that's lame. where Putters was from, Pennsylvania. So <laughs> that is Pennsylvania fine. And go to your local library, even if they don't have a cat. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Brenna. I enjoyed mm -hmm. that. I want to be a library cat if I ever. Come yeah, back. it's better than being a cat that uh, is running away from murder. Yes. Um, but. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah, let's go check on our gals. Let's go check on the gals. Let's go Let's go home where we're starving. Yeah, let's go starve at home. Even though we could, if someone could just teach us how to fish, you know the saying, like, you give a man a fish, leave for a day, teach a man a fish, leave for yeah. a life. Um, how about teach a couple other cats how to fish and not everyone starves, River Clan. <laughs> like, I know yeah, you guys hey. are hungry, but um, it's called rationing. <laughs> And, yeah. it, and we're technically in peacetime right now, so we could, you could teach us some techniques. Yeah, yeah, they are in peacetime, please. Ugh. But I imagine that's not what's about to happen. No, well, they just got back um, from the Moonstone. Right, right. So it's that yeah. next day. Weird, weird aunt spotted leaf time. Oh, Yeah. It's like having a step-parent, but not at all. It's your dad's, not even his ex. Just a lady who yeah. died when he was a kid. Who liked him? Well, but not when she was alive. Like, her ghost liked him. I don't know. Yeah. She wants to bone your dad. It, either way, it's... But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Cinderpelt is telling Firestar about Wind Clan's troubles in the diseased rabbits. Firestar says they can't eat rabbits either, then. Great Star Clan, they're all gonna starve. Uh, what a lame way for us all to die. Sandstorm points out that no cat in their territory has died yet, 
It could just be Wind Clan's troubles. <laughs> we haven't died yet. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's, like, a thing you can brag about at this point. Well, Cinderpelt says rabbits run across the border all the time. Maybe the ones by Tree Cut Place on the other side of the territory would be fine. But she doesn't think they should take the risk, even there. Is Tree Cut Place an old name? Or a new name? Oh, we've had it for a while okay i just want to check i was like because we just cut down more trees is, is this new that's oh old yeah tree this cut is place like... this is new tree cut place yeah i think i think it was a logging area but i don't know if it's like an active logging area firestar sighs he'll announce it to the clan no more rabbits Oh. <laughs> says, well they need to eat something so she'll get a hunting patrol together to see what they can find Cinderpelt says they should get rid of any rabbits in the fresh kill pile. And there's only one rabbit in the pathetically small pile. Leafpaw's mouth waters at the sight of it. She <laughs> hadn't had such a good meal for days. Ready for but death. Her belly cr- <laughs> but her belly cramps at the thought of what the two legs might have done to it. Did she catch a whiff of that harsh scent that had clung to the one in Wind Clan? It was so mingled with the other prey, she couldn't be sure. Oh, it's probably not good that we had this mixed in. Mm. Oopsies. Well, it should be fine, you know. They're. Yeah. They're like fur. I don't know. If we're not getting sick from our, like, giant pile of dead stuff <laughs> that we keep putting in the same spot, it should be okay. Firestar tells them to take it out of camp and bury it. Cinderpelt adds not to pick it up with her mouth. She can push it with her paws and clean them with moss. Leafpaw had just separated the rabbit from the pile when Dappletail, and it says here that she's the oldest cat in the clan, but in Blue Star's prophecy, Speckletail was older. But for this purpose, Dappletail's the oldest cat in the clan. Their 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 birth dates are debated. It's an, a lost time. It's like guys, we right. they're you could just ask her. It's lost time. <laughs> Well, she's, uh, so she comes and gives it an appreciative look. She says she hopes that's for the elders. Her belly is flapping like a leaf in the wind. And, and suddenly now we're gonna have to have a, uh, a conversation about euthanasia. Um, <laughs> no, it's not for you! Cinderpelt tells her no and explained what happened in WindClan territory. Unless, are you feeling, like, what? ready to go? Like, <laughs> I mean... I, it's it's one of those like subjects I find like really hard to decide about because like I get one side of it and I get the other side of it. It's like it could it be a slippery slope? Like, if, like what are you talking about? Oh, the rabbit's poisoned. Oh, <laughs> what? Dappletail snorts. She's never heard of such nonsense. Wind Clan has a little trouble, and now Thunder Clan can't eat rabbits. You know what, maybe we yes. just let her eat the rabbit and see what happens if she's gonna be all tooty about it. Well, she asks if Barkface could have been lying to weaken ThunderClan. Um, no, he looked, like, really sad. <laughs> He's a medicine cat. He has his Hippocratic Oath. Call back! Call back! Call back! <laughs> we Some of our best jokes were too early in our series. Yes, God. Yeah, but no, no, he, he did, definitely did lie to them. It's not good. No. Leafpaw can see that there's no convincing Dappletail. She wants that rabbit. 
Don't give it to her. Well, Firestar tells her the decision has been made. No yeah. more rabbits. He says Leafpaw is taking it out to bury it. Dappletail exclaims that she'll do no such thing. Outraged, the elder darts forward and starts tearing into it hungrily. Whoa! 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 Walls. Whoa! She's um, like working it down. Well, I guess that's a problem that kind of solved itself. But like, uh-oh. <laughs> no! Like, well, she's like being all cranky and mean, being like, it's not poison. And we're about to find out that, it, yes, it is. And she's going to- she like, no, I know she's, like, delirious and old and hungry, but also, like, there were, like, a medicine cat in training, your leader tell you, no, don't eat that. And a medicine cat. And you eat it? Like, that's, that's on her. That is on yeah. her. The doctor, your med student, and the president were telling like, you no. Like, this is awful, Um, but I will say this is probably the most interesting death we've had in a while. You don't know if she's gonna die. Mm, I don't. I don't have high faith that she's gonna make it, but okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, I maybe maybe I should. I, do we know her at all? Dappletail. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she I mean, we spent a lot of time with Dappletail and Blue Star's prophecy. But she, she wasn't. Um, she wasn't our BFF. Was she? No, no. Actually, um, she she kind of uh. Uh, well, in Blue Star's eyes, she, uh, kind of took her dad. Oh, well, yeah, so, So it was I mean, kind of like Blue Star's stepmom, in a way. But, oh, like, right, really. she was the one who kind of, like, I don't know, it feels like she kind of got groomed into a relationship with him. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't very oh, good. Oh, that's not fair. Well, not, <laughs> kind of a wild ending for her. It's a little bit, like, uh, Shakespearean in a way, you know? Kind of, a little, how, how... How Lady Macbeth can you get? <laughs> no, Cinderpelt shouts. Stop! Punch, punch her in the stomach. Make her throw up. Ipecac. Ipecat. Firestar pushes himself between Dappletail and the rabbit, and he tells her he's ordering her not to eat it. It's for her own good. Boo. Dappletail's eyes blaze with fury. And Leafpaw looks to her skinny body and dull pelt and understands her desperation. Yeah, she's hungry. She's usually the gentlest elder. Only starvation could have driven her to this. Yeah. No, I know exactly what is happening, but it's a little funny. <laughs> oh, run up. I'm sorry. I know this is, like, really, like, a serious moment and, like, super serious, but, like, all of the serious moments in this book have been, like, kind of hilarious. Like, like, okay, guys, we're gonna go break our friend out of jail. The jail's being attacked by a giant cat. Oh, well, we better go do it anyway. Uh, and, like, oh, man, guys, we're all starving. Guys, we actually have a poison rabbit. Better get rid of it. Uh, not before I try to eat it, said the oldest lady that lives here. Like, that's funny. Like, objectively, like, it's not funny. Like, if this all happened in real life, which, you know, there are situations like it, I wouldn't be laughing. But the fact that it's happening to fake fictional magic cats peak comedy I'm how like and, and i don't even like i barely know these cats so the fact that like it's just like oh darn bummer <laughs> oh gosh i'm sorry I, there's probably some people who like are just horrified ready for, ready for my downfall but i'm this is funny objectively <laughs> you call yourself a leader dappletail spat at firestar 
The whole clan will starve, and it'll be his fault. Star Clan called me a leader. You could go ask them. <sighs> yeah, I got nine lives. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, do you want me to eat it right now? Want me to eat it and prove it? Watch, I'll lose a life just to win a fight against you. <laughs> oh. oh, actually, the burn would have been, um, yeah, no, I am the leader. I was chosen by Star Clan. Eat that rabbit. Find out. If Blue Star was here and in her madness, she would have let me eat that oh. rabbit. Yeah, she probably would have let you eat it because you banged her dad. <laughs> Actually, no, she probably felt pretty bad for Dappletail. Yeah, I don't know. She she kind of she had complex feelings. Yes, but Dappletail was still her friend, right? It was another girl that had a weird relationship with her dad, but in a way, not at all similar to hers. <laughs> well, Cinderfeld insists that Firestar is doing the right thing. There's no point feeding the clan with food that will kill them quicker than hunger. <laughs> Boo! Poison meat or no meat. Dappletail rounds on her, lips pulled in the beginnings of a snarl. Then she whips around and stalks back to the elder's den. Leafpaw watches her go and sends a prayer up to Star Clan that the rabbit had been safe as she pushes the half-eaten prey out of camp. Hi, Grandma. You're welcome. Alright, the next day, Leafpaw's out with Cinderpelt collecting herbs that they'll need to get them through Leaf Bear. But the clan's so weak with hunger, they risk danger of Greenpaw and even the deadlier Blackpaw, which I don't know if we've ever encountered before. I think it was mentioned. Well, usually it's white cough and green cough. Oh. I don't think I remember. Okay, I remember white cough. Yeah. And then if it gets bad, it's green cough. It's more like mucusy. Hmm. I don't know, man. Well, Cinderpelt says there's no point going anywhere near the two-leg monsters, because everything around them has died. Oh. We'll go to Sunning Rocks instead. Dead leaves are stirred up by the wind as they walk. As a kick, Leafpaw would have loved to toss them up and chase them. But now, she barely had the energy to put one paw in front of the other. God, it's so depressing how hungry this baby is. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like a fun romp. This, like, we thought, I thought this was gonna be, yeah, we're on a road trip, and it's just been like, mom's getting murdered, and starvation. Not not the best road trip book. No. Although apparently you find this hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like I've had a lot of light moments to enjoy. Like That's the few, fair. I'll let you have this. The few and far between moments I've had have been when Mothwing flirts with us. So, oh, gosh. Isn't it? Let, you know what? Let me, let me find my kicks where I can get them before everyone kicks the bucket. Well, Cinderpelt finds chickweed and starts to gather some. Leafpaw looks longingly at the thickly growing plants by the river. But that was River Clan territory. And after the fishing incident, she wouldn't dare. Mm. I'm Leafpaw over it. Hears... Take, take whatever you want. Like, if we're gonna <laughs> eat poison stuff, like, just take the fish. Yeah. Or the herbs. Like, just whatever. At this point, no rules, just right. We can't even- there is no food. Well, Leafpaw hears scrabbling beside her. 
evolve. They notice each other at the same time. But I can imagine she just like hoovered it into her mouth so fast. <laughs> like she wouldn't eat it immediately, but like crunch. Her belly is crying out for her to gulp down the prey. But she forces herself to bring it to Cindercup. But Cindercup blinks gratefully at her and insists that she caught it so she should eat it. <laughs> Weakpaw shrugs and says she can catch another. What would Thunderclan do if their medicine cat falls ill? Cinderpelt purrs and touches her nose to Weakpaw's muzzle and thanks her. And Cinderpelt eats it in a few neat bites. What a sweet baby! This is like, so nice. Weakpaw's about to go find more herbs when a voice shouts for Cinderpelt. Oh. Mousefur's apprentice, Spiderpaw, races to them. <laughs> cool name, dude. <laughs> Cinderpelt has to come quick, it's Dappletail. She's saying her belly hurts. That rabbit, Cinderpelt exclaimed. She knew it. Yep, about to have diarrhea of death. She tells Spiderpaw to run ahead and tell them she's coming. Ah, uh, wait, we've already had diarrhea of death in this book series. Well, I'm sure this won't be the this won't be the last. Yeah. I was gonna say that wasn't the first, but chronologically it might be. It might have been. But it sure won't be the last. Like, dysentery is also pretty funny. Like, yeah. Like, when it happens on Oregon Trail, the video game, not in real life. Um, but the fact that my fictional character died of pooping themselves is like. <laughs> oops. Peak comedy. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's like, oh man, the, the character I named Buttcrack, like, died of pooping himself. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get buffalo meat and sink my, uh, my wagon again because <laughs> the one thing i can hit is buffalo so i don't know how i'm supposed to do this guys cinderpelt tells weakpaw to stay and gather more herbs and bring the chickweed back weakpaw watches her vanish into the undergrowth before continuing her search she thinks I'm... about what Barkface had said hmm. I, i'm i was just thinking um this this book this book and maybe the rest of this like series it has been like, this era of the book series, it has been a little bit like, we could call this the Oregon Trail edition. Like, this oh could be Warrior Cod's Oregon. Okay, stick with me. Road trip. Okay. Road okay. trip. There's oh, God. poor depictions of indigenous people and starving. Like, <laughs> and I'm in Oregon. There, there's probably mountain lions and oh, that's why this has been a love letter for Oregon Trail that's why there's a mountain lion oh my god and we're gonna have to find new land to live probably wow you've connected the dots oh my god it's the Oregon Trail conspiracy oh my gosh oh what am I even supposed to do with you apparently keep making this podcast <laughs> gosh i'm sorry what what did um the other what medicine bark cat say? say yeah what did bark face say well he said that he treated the sick cats with yarrow but almost all of them had died anyways so don't treat them with yarrow well only the strongest had pulled through okay so some so of them did well that's not gonna work on grandma Dappletail is old and already weakened by hunger. Weakpaw silently prays for Starclan to help them. 
Show them what to do before the two legs destroy them all. Starkland hasn't been, like, doing too much helping, like, recently. No, they super haven't. So, I don't know, but maybe they'll step in here. That'd be cool. Like, Blue Star, Blue Star's fighting with her dad, being like, no, 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 we're not, no. No, she's living through this. I don't want to deal with it. I, me and my mom have only had a decade to hang out without her being here and making it weird. Um, it's like, we don't ever hang out. Why don't I have someone to hang out with in the afterlife? Because she's like, that's what you get for being a weird dad. She's like, okay, well. Okay. And now I'm going to go, I'm going to go hang out with my dead, my dead child. Bye. And my dead boyfriend. Yeah. And my other dead. We're all happy and dead just showed up. Oh, right. Hey, so <laughs> a whale interrupts her search for herbs it's coming from the river leafpaw bounds down the slope the river is swollen by rain branches and debris swirled along the strong current clinging to a branch surging along the river claim side leafpaw sees the head of a small black cat I don't know if we can deal with this, but last time we were mean to a tiny black cat, he grew up to be a warlord, so we better go save this cat. Yeah, we probably should. What? Another problem? <laughs> Come on, guys, get in the river. <laughs> well, Leafpaw is about to leap in after it, even though she knows it would do no good, because, you know, she can't really swim. That is lifeguard safety. If you see someone drowning, call for help. Do not jumping after them especially if you can't swim because they will pull you down even if you can swim oh yeah yeah if someone's drowning don't jump in after them hold something towards them because if you get in the water you're going down because they'll panic this is water safety hour with brenna safety tips to not listen to once again from tangle tongue uh always check in everything i say but that is genuinely i think true but on the other side of the river, a cat throws themselves into the river and strikes out. With Whew, thank God, a River Clan cat who can actually swim. It's Mistyfoot. Oh, the hey, girl. River Clan cat. Oh, hey, girl. Hey. Not ever. Not. Oh, right. Not all of Blue Star's kids are dead. Oh no. Will they ever see Mistyfoot? Uh oh. Who's to say? Uh oh. Is Blue Star about to be reunited? <laughs> Mistyfoot pushes the branch towards the river clan bank, but the water pulls them under. But she's able to breach the surface with the small cat and drag it to the shore. It's not moving. No! Kitty CPR! Leafpaw calls over and asks if she can help. Mistyfoot looks up and says, yes, come over. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's part of the rules. You're a, you're a medicine cat in training. Leafpaw races towards the stepping stones down the bank. Water surges over them. But she doesn't hesitate as she launches herself over. Moments could mean life or death for the black cat. On the third rock, her paws slip. Oh jeez. The river bubbles around her, and for a heartbeat, she thinks she'll be swept into the current. That's that's another that's another uh, lifeguard safety tip. Don't run by the pool. We should have Ike guest in. He's a lifeguard. He'd be able to tell me <laughs> if anything I'm saying is correct. Specific water safety from Ike. Water safety from Ike. Hey, Ike, can you adapt this for cats, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But she feels a warm touch to her side, pushing her back onto the stone. A sweet, familiar scent drifts around her, 
spotted leaf. Okay. She whispers. I guess spotted leaf can just appear and yeah. If she if she can people. do that, if she has that much power, why can't she help us find food? Like, Brian, hey, spotted leaf, do you want to go catch a mouse? Why are they playing by like Greek and Roman god rules of yeah? We're just gonna help when we can mess things up a little. Gosh, right. Well, she sees nothing, but senses the reassuring presence close to her. Keep it moving, girl. She clears the remaining stones and goes to Mistyfoot's side. Hawfrost and Mothwing reach them first. Mistyfoot said Reedpaw fell in the river and tells him to fetch mud fur. Oh, it is a river clan cat. Yes. For and let baby. me tell you a little bit about this river clan cat, because this is frustrating. Uh. So, this is actually Mistyfoot's kid. Oh, she doesn't seem that upset that her kid's dying. She's focusing. She's focusing. This is one of the kids that, um, it was actually born in the first series, and I think in, like, book three, Grace Rice and Firestar rescue him from a flood. Forever baby. Forever baby who's gonna drown. (laughs) What a convenient child who's been, who had a vampire baby who has bad luck around water. Who? Mistyfoot had a, a vampire oh, baby, yeah. but it's interviewed with the vampire rules, so the baby's not going to age. Um, and apparently, oh god, maybe Mistyfoot's the vampire, and maybe Mistyfoot's and, but, immortal. But since she, she had, had a vampire child. baby, the vampire council from Italy um, said, "Okay, <laughs> this baby is now cursed to like it's kind of like Snow. It's a little bit like um, Sleeping Beauty, but instead of like." Uh, the baby will prick their finger on a spinning wheel since those don't exist anymore. The baby will always drown when around water. And they're like, well, it's a river clan cat. That's, like, really bad. They're like, exactly. Also, how does drowning work if it's a vampire? In book book three of series one, Reedkit is said to be nearly six moons old. He should be, like, older than Tawny Pelt and Brambleclaw. But he's well, still a small maybe young Kit, apprentice. Maybe maybe Rekit like secretly like ran away, so she just like quickly had another kit and was like, Oh, this is actually Rekit. They're like, That's a baby again. <laughs> yes, that you, that's how that works. You can't just rename what happened to Rekit? I don't he's at the barn probably. <laughs> Gosh. So anyways, yeah, uh, some inconsistency there, but it's warrior cats, so we're used to Ah, well. At least it's, like, just a random baby, like, <laughs> blipping through time and space to be a child in danger, uh, uh, like, many years after they should be an adult, instead of, like, someone, like, marrying their cousin. You know? Yeah, yeah, I That's, guess, I this guess. This is preferable. Like, and by that I mean, like, the cousin they forgot that they made them. <laughs> yes. Well, Mothwing says he's gone to collect- Mudfur has gone to collect herbs. She'll go get him. But Hawfrost says it'll take too long, and he tells Mothwing that she should know what to do. I guess! Leafpaw. He then sees Leafpaw approaching and asks what she's doing here. Mistyfoot says she called her over. This literally, guys, it's literally one of the rules. This is my kid! Yeah, and also, like, she- she literally is a- you guys know that she is a medicine cat in training, and one of the rules is a medicine cat's yeah. help if someone, especially if a kid. We've already done this. We've already done this. Like, one time, remember, yeah. guys, when a kid died, and a medicine cat could have helped and didn't, and we made it a rule? Let's not yeah. do this again. This is literally ancient history. Well, 
Hawkfrost looks out a disgusted snort. Leafball ignores him and crouches next to Reed. Hawkfrost, I'm gonna he kick gets- you in the face. Like, do you know CPR? No, then shut up. Well, Leafball guesses that he's newly apprenticed. For, I guess, the past two years. He's been a new apprentice for two years. You know what? Some people have really long-ass sandstorm. Some people are apprentices for a really long time. And also children for a very long time. This just happened here. Mm. Well, he's still, and water trickles from his mouth, and blood oozes from a gash in his shoulder. Leafpaw sees him still breathing, but they are fast and shallow. But the good stuff. Leafpaw looks to Mothwing, waiting for her to start treating the injured cat. Mothwing's eyes are huge. Mothwing, no! Don't panic, girl! Get on with it! And Leafpaw sees the panic in her eyes. Mothwing says she's not sure. She doesn't have the right herb. She'll need to go back to camp. Mistyfoot says Reedpaw doesn't have time for that. Leafpaw understands. They are only apprentices. Put your two brain cells together, ladies, and save that kid. Spotted Leaf's voice speaks in her mind. She knows what to do. Oh my god. This is dumb. This is cheating. This is so stupid. Like, I'd be, maybe I'd be less upset, upset if it was Yellowfang barking orders. But I don't like this. You don't know what to do, I child. I don't like this. Hi, you useless I'm, lump. A, I'm a random stranger who has a crush on your dad. Um, do you know CPR? No? Okay, I'll walk you through the steps. Like, girl, like Leaf Paw, or actually, Spotted Leaf, we don't have time for your weirdness. Just be like, hey, here's what you do. One, two, three. Like, you are a medicine cat, Leaf, Spotted Leaf. Like, you are a medicine cat. You could get to it, girl. And we know she can, because she did that with uh, one of the cats in SkyClan's Destiny. Yeah, she doesn't have or, to. Not SkyClan's Destiny. We don't need encouragement. We don't need encouragement right now. We need direction. Yeah. And also, if you're so powerful, go into the baby's lungs and get the water out, I guess. Well, no, that's what I mean. She she came into the solid world and helped a cat. And right? Star so Clan. do it now. <sighs> no rules just right, StarClan. Right. You just physically yes. pushed Leepaw from falling off rocks. Can't you physically pound on this child's chest? Yeah. Also, um, literally, once again, my point, we should be learning basic CPR. Basic basic stuff, guys. Yeah. I don't think medicine- we shouldn't just have one guy, sometimes two people, in charge of this. Everybody in River Clan, at least. Like, the other cats don't try to go near the water, but River yeah. Clan? Come on. Like, River Clan, we should, we should like- your house this. is in the water. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yes, I remember now, Leafpaw says out loud. Hawkfrost asks if she knows what to do. Leafpaw nods. Right. Do it. You. Out of the way. Hawkfrost shoulders his sister aside to give Leafpaw better access. Okay. Hawkfrost, what was that? Well, Mothwing wasn't doing anything. But he was just like, why are you here? I guess I'll push my sister now. Well, Spotted Leaf whispers in her ear to get the water out of Reedpaw. Leafpaw props him up so that the water gushes from his mouth, and Reedpaw starts to cough. 
Leafpaw, Mistyfoot, and Hawkfrost start licking his pelt to dry him, and Mothwing returns with cobwebs. Leafpaw feels like her mentor as she directs her and checks her work. Reedpaw says it's only his shoulder that hurts, but Leafpaw checks him just in case. Wait, why do we something. have well, why do we have cobwebs? Oh, he had a gash in his shoulder. Oh. Sorry, Probably I was focusing on the drowning the part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Hawkfrost growls that he's lucky Leafpaw was here. He shoots his sister a hostile gaze and asks, what's the matter with her? She's supposed to be a medicine cat. Not yet. Mothwing shrinks away, not meeting his gaze. Rude, dude, come on. You're supposed to be a warrior. Why don't you go fight the river, dude? Well, Leafpaw ignores this, very diplomatically, and she asks Reedpaw if he can stand. The apprentice staggers to his paws, and Mistyfoot supports him. Leafpaw tells Mistyfoot to get him back to Mudfern and give him some time for the shock. Mothwing adds to give him poppy seeds for the pain. And Leafpaw doesn't want to contradict her friend, but says it would be best if he slept naturally until the shock wore off. And Hawkfrost glares at Mothwing again. Hawkfrost leads towards camp, and Mistyfoot follows, supporting Reedpaw. Leafpaw tries not to be envious of their sleek pelts and strong muscles. <laughs> even the even the half-drowned apprentice looks well-fed. Like, oh, oh, I thought she was, like, being... I thought she was, like, checking them out. I didn't realize she was... No! Like, oh, I'm starving, I'm sad. I'm so, I'm starving. Yeah. Well, Leafpaw turns to Mothwing and tells her not to feel bad. It's over. No harm done. Reedpaw will be fine. Mothwing says it's not over. Her voice is rising. It was her first chance to show she's fit to be a medicine cat and she blew it. Yeah. Leafpaw tries to I mean, no. her and says... Leafpaw tries to soothe her and says, everyone makes mistakes. You didn't, Mothwing says. And Leafpaw thinks about the ghost that was yeah, in Yeah, I had, I had my weird not-stepmom in my head. I cheated. I cheated. Like, I prefer my weird adoptive grandma, but okay. She sends Spotted Leaf a silent thanks. We'll, we'll, we'll conclude this conversation and repair Mothwing's uh, injured pride next week. Yes. Yes, we will. Like, I, I know it's very important and hard for her, but... She'll be fine. Yeah. Probably. I'm sure. I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah, this... Also, why is her I'm brother sure the jerk? Like, come on, dude. It's called... It's called... It's called a panic response. Sometimes it causes you to freeze up. We've already kind of seen Hawkfrost being a tool a few times. Yeah, is did he get that from his secret dad? Probably. Probably. I think his mom's pretty chill, so. Yeah. Well, be. she did abandon them, so maybe that, like, gave him a complex. Yeah, yeah, probably a little bit. Probably a little bit. I, actually, that makes sense. Uh, his one existing parent, like, left them. So he's like, well, I guess I'll just admire my dead dad, because he can't disappoint me anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hawkfrost never met him, so I guess there's that excuse. Ugh. He just heard stories from a biased storyteller, because Sasha loved Tiger Star. So, ugh. Yeah, I know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, folks. 
thanks for listening to our thank you our oregon trail um <laughs> interview with the vampire twilight uh podcast um also sometimes we talk about warriors as well um <laughs> yes uh, if you like this episode the best way you can help us is to share it with a friend, write and review, be like, hey, this episode goes a little bit off the rails in a lot of different ways, to be honest. Uh, the hosts, <laughs> I don't even know what the hosts are doing. Um, but also, like, the book itself. But Brenna did figure out the Oregon Trail conspiracy. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, also, we've, oh, and the va- and the secret baby vampire plot was also uncovered. Oh, and secret baby vampire. Um, yep. That's why they live forever. <laughs> If you guys want to keep in touch with us uh, so we can tell you right away about any other secret baby vampires or Oregon Trail-based conspiracies we find, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at WCWITCast, or you can email us directly at WCWITCast at gmail.com. Because I'm Amber Hart. And I'm Tango Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? (laughs)